Are you ready to take your intermittent fasting lifestyle to the next level? There's nothing better than community to help with that. In the Delay Don't Deny community, we all embrace the clean fast, and there's just the right support for you as you live your intermittent fasting lifestyle. You can connect directly with me in the Ask Jen group, and I'll answer all of your questions personally. If you're new to intermittent fasting or recommitting to the intermittent fasting lifestyle, join the 28-Day Fast Start group. After your fast start, join us for support in the first-year group. Need tips for long-term maintenance? We have a place for that. There are many more useful spaces beyond these, and you can interact in as many as you like. Visit jenstevens.com community to join us. An annual membership costs just over a dollar a week when you do the math. If you aren't ready to fully commit for a year, join for a month, and you can cancel at any time. If you know you'll want to stay forever, we also have a lifetime membership option available. IF is free. You don't need to join our community to fast. But if you're looking for support from a community of like-minded intermittent fasters, we're here for you at jenstevens.com community. That's jenstevens.com community. Achieving my long-term goals is more about creating healthy habits and less about quick fixes. And that's why I love both intermittent fasting and daily harvest. Tim Spector, a gut health expert and founder of Zoe, and Dr. B, gastroenterologist and author of Fiber Fueled, recommend that you aim for at least 30 unique plant foods per week. Daily Harvest helps make it easy. One of my favorite options is the sweet potato and wild rice hash harvest bowl. With Daily Harvest, I'm getting tons of plant-based options built on organic fruits and vegetables that are easy to prep and free of weird ingredients such as fillers, seed oils, and added sugars. Create healthy habits that last with Daily Harvest. For a limited time only, go to dailyharvest.com ifstories to get $30 off your first box plus free shipping. That's dailyharvest.com ifstories for $30 off your first box and free shipping. Daily harvest.com slash is stories. Welcome to Intermittent Fasting Stories. I'm your host, Jen Stevens, author of the New York Times bestseller, Fast Feast Repeat, as well as the book that started it all, Delay Don't Deny. I lost over 80 pounds thanks to intermittent fasting after learning how to delay my eating rather than denying myself the delicious foods I want to eat. Now, Who's ready to hear an inspirational intermittent fasting story? That's why we're here. So let's get excited to talk to today's guest. Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode 346 of Intermittent Fasting Stories. Today, I'm here with Marlena Rustasi. Marlena lives in Stamford, Connecticut, where she is a litigation paralegal. Welcome, Marlena. Thank you. So excited to be here. Well, it's really nice to have you here today. I got a little bit of a scratchy voice. I spent the whole weekend at my family's house talking, talking nonstop. Oh, yeah, that'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I noticed it as I was introducing you. I'm like, ooh, I sound super scratchy. Well, anyway, everybody, now you know. Now you know why I'm scratchy. You know, I like to start by asking what brought you to intermittent fasting and when was that? So I think it was. In 2019, I was dabbling around trying to find something. I was over, 
you know, not terribly overweight, but over what I should have been. And I was kind of just looking for something different because I've done it all. And I, I remember running across something online and I remember the phrase fasting, maybe it wasn't even intermittent, fasting for health, you do it one day a week and fasting to lose weight, you do it two days a week. And I'm like, hmm, I can do that. I can do two days a week of dieting. So I tried it. And of course, I didn't know you. I didn't know the clean fast. I didn't know anything. So, you know, I had my coffee milkshake in the morning and I did it two days a week. I just didn't eat. I just had my coffee and I lost weight. And I was like, oh, this is great. And then after a couple of weeks, I was like, okay, I'm done with that. I lost some weight. Now I'll go back to regular life. Of course, that doesn't work. (laughs) So I left it for a while. And then 2020 happened. We were home. I was home. My adult daughter was home also. And it became a food fest. She's a great cook. So she would, working from home and being locked down, she made these great breakfasts. Then she came down and made some great lunch. And then four o'clock, it was happy hour. And it just kind of got out of control from there. Yeah, that sounds like such a common story for so many of us. I was baking Irish soda bread and the New York Times beer cheddar roll, yeast rolls. I mean, it was like delicious. (laughs) Yeah, like all these comfort things. And it felt, you know, it was fun. And we were home together. And it was, you know, just this great, you know, great, of course, but kind of comforting things to do. And then the year went on. And by the end of 2020, I saw myself in a picture and I was horrified, just horrified. I hadn't been on a scale in, you know, years maybe, but I knew I saw the picture and and not only overweight, just like puffy and not healthy. And so I was determined to do something. And January was my birthday. And I said, Okay, after January, after my birthday, January 14th, I'm going to start. I'm going to do something. And um, my girls got me a Fitbit, and I was like, okay, I'm going to track stuff. And then I was like, okay, what can I do? And I just started Googling, and I said, you know what? I really like that fasting. I, it was easy for me. I did, you know, I liked the idea of not having a choice, not to have to weigh anything, just don't eat. It, it just it made sense to me. It, it was like in the back of my mind, I'm like, I'm going to try that again. And then I Googled some more, found you, found your book, got it, like everybody else, read it, and I started the next day. Awesome. Which book did you start with? Which book did you find? I started with Delay, Don't Deny, because I figured I just wanted something easy and simple. And it it was like the perfect time, the perfect book. It was just great. It made so much sense everything clicked. And I'm like, I can do this. I knew I could do it right away. I just knew it. Because that was me. I was so tired from years and years and years of, okay, what should I eat? Should I weigh it? Should I count it? Should I? And I was like, I'm going to do this. And um, I started a little at a time. And um, I just immediately felt better. You know what I love the most? The most is how you as soon as you read it, you knew you could do it. That's the most important thing. And how often does that happen? I mean, I've been on every thing out there and it was just like, okay, here we go. You know, here we go again. But but your book and the way you explained it, I'm telling you, you saved my life. It just clicked and it, it just makes sense. And I will sh- shout it to the rooftops to anybody who will hear. It just does. And you presented it in such a way 
that we could understand it and we could do it. Yeah, that's the most important thing. Anybody listening, if you haven't started yet, yes, you can do it. Yes, you can, even if you've done all the things. So Marlena, tell us some of that, all the things. When did you first start, you know, thinking about your weight or worrying about what you were eating? How far back does it go for you? Well, not childhood. So I'm 58. So I was never had a problem in my teenage years or anything. I was kind of on the slim side. And then in my early 20s, I started dating and going out to dinner and, and just eating, you know, not really noticing what I was eating at all. And it just started creeping up. And I was like, okay. So this would have been the 80s, right? 80s, yeah. Yep. And, you know, we started getting different food options in the 80s. Like, I can remember, like, prior to that, you know, there are very few places to go out and eat. But then, well, I don't know, maybe, maybe not where you are, but where I was. And then we started getting all those chain restaurants, like the Applebee's and the whatever. And, like, suddenly we were eating out and eating different things. Yeah. And I was just eating how I always ate. When If I was hungry, I ate and, you know, ate too much, ate till I was stuffed and it just slowly started creeping up on me. And I said, okay, I'm going to do something. And I looked around and very close by to me was um, something called the diet center. And they gave you a menu and then you would weigh in every couple of days. I forget how many days a week and, and, you know, they would try to help you or whatever. And I was still living at home. So my mother was helping me. She was, I'd get home from work and she'd have the, you know, the one chicken breast and the steamed broccoli and all of that. And it was grueling, but it worked. And I was young. I, you know, I, I did it and lost the weight pretty quickly. And then I was okay for a while until I had my kids in my late 20s. I had my first daughter and gained some weight and managed to, you know, take it off, just kind of doing, you know, all the sensible things we're supposed to do. And I think at that time, oh, I tried Jenny Craig. And that was really gross. It was gross. I'm sorry, Jenny. Actually, I think Jenny Craig might be closed now. Did they just close? One of them did. I think they might have just closed, but it was not good. Like, I remember I only did that one time and I got all the food in the mail and I ate it and like I lost eight pounds that week. Now, of course, you can't lose eight pounds of fat in a week, but I remember the person who was my like, I don't know, coach or whatever called me and said, how'd you do? And I said, I lost eight pounds. She's like, fabulous. You're going to keep going. I'm like, no, I could buy my own gross food at the grocery store. <laughs> I know. And it, it wasn't cheap. It was expensive. I'm I could like, buy like money lean, for this? lean cuisines were more delicious than that. So it made no sense to me. <laughs> yeah, it was gross. And I was like, okay, tried that one. And then I got pregnant again with twins. And I gained, uh, I gained like 65 plus pounds. Of course, I'm, you know, I'm running around, I'm losing all this energy, I'm nursing and doing all this, but I'm still, you know, heavy and I, I didn't feel good. I tried everything, to, you know, after I stopped nursing, I, I tried Atkins, I did that for a while, lost some weight. But of course, as soon as you stop, it comes back on. I mean, just the, you know, and I've heard other people say it, the, the fatigue, it, the just weariness of constantly trying new things and nothing really working. And, you know, so I just kind of went along, you know, kept the extra weight on and um, just kept going along and just just saying, okay, you know, and then it got even worse as I the older I got and, um, you know, and, and up and down, sometimes I would lose some and, you know, I did it on my own for a while. I was just trying to be careful, had the, you know, the three meals a day and then the healthy snacks and, but up and down, up and down, nothing I felt comfortable with. 
Yep. Nothing that felt like a lifestyle. So what's the highest weight you got up to, not counting, you know, the pregnancy with the twins, obviously, because <laughs> maybe afterwards. <laughs> yeah, that January, I got myself a good scale. I was like, just determined. And um, I got on the scale and I was 194 and I'm five, seven and a half. So 194 was like my pregnancy weight almost as I was like 196 with my twins. And I was I was horrified. I couldn't believe it. I just was like, are you kidding me? It's like it happened and I wasn't looking, but of course I was every day. But yeah, I was shocked. You can be in denial, though. That was me. You know, when I got up to 210, I was in denial and I didn't see it in the mirror. It was the photos I saw it in that finally convinced me. But, you know, you're exactly right. I remember with my second, with Will, when I was pregnant, you know, I got up to whatever it was. I got up to like 180s or something. And then when I realized my non-pregnant self was up to that, it was like, what? You know, I was like, at least with pregnancy, you could be like, well, I'm pregnant, right? But but when I saw I was close to my pregnancy, I'm like, this is crazy. And of course, you know, it was, we weren't back to work yet even. Yeah, I was still home. So I was wearing stretchy pants. So, you know, that was fine. You know, I didn't have to fit into anything. I wasn't in my work clothes. I wasn't in my regular dresses. So I really had no idea, although, you know, you kind of do, but then you don't because, you you know, you're not forced to confront it. So I just said, you know, that January is like, I got to do this. I got to do this. And like I said, I just felt so much better right away, right away. I loved the feeling of like being empty. That felt really good to me, even if I was hungry. And it was just like, you know, and, and all the things that you said, I just kept repeating in my mind, you know, hunger is not an emergency. It's just all these things that made so much sense that I think, yeah, Fast Beast Repeat was out then, right? Yeah, in 2021 is when you started, January of 2021. And Fast Feast Repeat came out in June of 2020, like right in the middle of the pandemic is when it hit. So then I just started absorbing everything Jen Stevens. I was like, I just wanted to be knowledgeable and know everything. And then the podcast, like the podcasters to me were so helpful. I mean, still every Tuesday and Thursday, I can't wait. It's exciting. And so my girls are like, mom, but, but you already do. Why, why do you still need to do all that? And I'm like, I love it. I just love it. I get, no, I get it. It just feels so good to hear someone tell their story. And it's like, you're visiting with friends who are talking about fasting. You feel like you're not alone. You're in it with other people. It's like, I really do feel like the podcast guests plus me plus everyone listening, I feel like we're a big community. We're all rooting each other on. We all see ourselves and everyone else. And and I learned something from each podcast. You know, every like you say, we're all different. So and we all we're not stagnant. And you know, my I've changed my fasting over the time and other people have. And I just find it really, really helpful. I just love the information and I love absorbing it all. Have you listened to the new one, the Fast Feast Repeat podcast yet? Yes, love it. Of course I have. Well, I, wanted, I didn't know. <laughs> I love doing that one so much. If there's something that you're doing, I'm there. Because, you know, really, it, it has changed my life. It sounds kind of crazy, but it's true. I mean, I just, you know, when you feel that out of control with your weight, it seems like to me, everything's out of control. Like I got to get a handle on my life. And it, it's just, you know, 
that changed everything for me, really. Well, I totally get it because, you know, you're you're someone who you do research for a living as a paralegal and you are a smart cookie <laughs> being able to do all that. When you know that you are smart and yet you're failing at, you know, controlling your weight. Like for so long, I felt like, like a big loser. Like, how can I be so smart? And not figure this out. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Like, like, why? Kudos to us for not giving up. Yes. When I saw that picture and I was just like, I was so puffy. That's what struck me. And I'm like, I look like I was going to have a heart attack. <laughs> it was just awful. You know, the weight was bad, but I just looked so unhealthy. And I was like, I got, I have to do something. Inflammation. Oh, inflammation. Yeah. Just it was like, my body was screaming out to me, give it a break, you know, to give me a break. I need help. We all face stress in our daily lives. What if the answer to a better stress response is in one key nutrient? I'm talking about magnesium, and specifically, Magnesium Breakthrough by Bioptimizers. This one-of-a-kind product is designed to reverse low levels of magnesium, which could have a positive effect on our stress response. But don't take my word for it. Here's a quote from a 2020 issue of the scientific journal Nutrients. Results suggest that stress could increase magnesium loss, causing a deficiency. And, in turn, magnesium deficiency could enhance the body's susceptibility to stress, resulting in a magnesium and stress vicious circle. I only recommend Magnesium Breakthrough by Bioptimizers. It's the only organic full-spectrum magnesium supplement that includes seven unique forms of magnesium for stress resilience and better sleep. Simply go to bioptimizers.com slash ifstories promo code IFSTORIES10 to get your magnesium breakthrough and find out this month's gift with purchase. That's bioptimizers.com slash IFSTORIES, promo code IFSTORIES10. If you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you know what a fan I am of Dr. Tim Spector and the work he's doing with Zoe. I was first introduced to his work in 2015, and I've been following his research ever since. What I love most about the Zoe Science and Nutrition podcast is that they have weekly interviews with world-leading experts who explain how their latest research can benefit your health. Recently, I was thrilled to finally meet him face-to-face as we recorded an episode for the Zoe Science and Nutrition podcast, and this episode aired on on April 11th. We had a chance to talk about the world's biggest intermittent fasting study, and I had the opportunity to explain the clean fast to Jonathan, which may explain why he didn't enjoy his prior experiences with fasting. Search for Zoe Science and Nutrition on your podcast player or on YouTube to hear the latest episode, and don't forget to look for the April 11th episode to hear me, Tim, and Jonathan talk about the world's biggest intermittent fasting study. I lost pretty quickly. I think I was down 42 pounds by the fall and it felt really good. And I kind of, yeah, it was down to like 150-ish by the fall. And that's a really good weight for 5'7", right? You know, it might sound high to some people, but for me, like I'm not small boned. I'm kind of, I'm not delicate by any means. So for me, 150, like 145, 50 was in the past too has been a good weight for me. So I was really happy with that. And I kept that pretty steady to, you know, and I always, you know, saying to myself, well, you could probably lose a little more, but I felt good. I thought I looked good. I was back in all my closes, like 10 to 12s, which I was happy with. And then I went on vacation in April to Hawaii and I did take up a little bit. So now I'm hovering more like 158-ish. Okay, so you you went on vacation in April of 2023? This year. So you're hovering around 158-ish? Yeah, 
about 158. But even that, I still feel really good. I know what to do. I'm just not ready to do it right now. Like I could probably delay the alcohol and the, you know, some sweets. And we've been doing a lot of celebrating and parties and stuff. So I know what I should do and, you know, what I need to do. Uh, but I would like to get down to that 150 again. That's when I felt really good. You know, I want to talk about that for just a minute. We're recording this on August 1st. And, you know, as coincidence has it, just this morning, I made a post in the community about maintenance and, you know, what that looks like for me this many years in. And I had a very celebratory July. <laughs> you know, I've completely stopped drinking, which you know, I've taken breaks from drinking before, but I feel like I'm done forever this time. It feels different. But I completely, I had no drinking and alcohol or no alcohol in July at all, but, and just once in June. So I'm pretty much, you know, done with that. But there's still a lot of celebrating. And for me, that looked like going out to eat. We, let's see, we had July 4th. We had my 32nd wedding anniversary. Sherry and my friend Christy came for five days to celebrate Sherry's 50th birthday. Then I had my birthday. I went and visited family. I'm going out to Trivia once a week, and that's eating out. All that to say, I'm a little fluffier here on August 1st than I was on July 1st, but it's no big deal. I mean, I don't weigh, so I have no idea. Could I be up eight pounds? Maybe. I don't know. I have no idea. I haven't weighed since, what was it, 2017 or something like that, but I know what to do. I'm like, all right, it's been a really fun summer. August yeah. is here, and... <laughs> I really probably do not need to eat out so much. That's what it is for me. Eating out is a big one. I mean, I try to limit it to the weekends, but even then, you know, the margaritas are full of sugar and, you know, the wine is, is full of sugar and it, you know, it lets you say, oh, I'll just have a few more chips or I'll have, you know, you know, all the bad stuff that I know <laughs> that I know is holding me back. But um, yeah, I'll get there. Yeah. So I'm just, you know, make, I'm like, all right, August 1st, it's time for me to, you know, I'm going to go to trivia tomorrow night and I'm going to eat before I go. I don't need to have a pub burger and fries, just, but, you know, I'll eat something really healthy before I go. And if I get home and I'm still a little hungry, I'll have something else. But I just, I know what to do. It's no big deal. I don't have to deny. I just need to, you know, figure out what's happening. So it's no big deal. I, you know, it's, that's the thing about maintenance. And, you know, I could hear it when you were describing it. You're not panicked about it or worried about it. It's no big deal. You know what to do. You've got the tools. And I feel like with fasting, it, it's, even if I'm indulging too much, I know that I'm still going to fast every day. So I'm okay. It's not going to spiral because I'm always going to fast, whether it's, you know, 15, 16 hours or 22 hours, I'm, I'm going to do it. So it's not going to, whereas before I would just say, oh, forget it and just totally walk away. I do mealless Mondays and that just is really, that helps me reset no matter what I've done or what, what I'm doing in life. That Monday, I look forward to it. And people think I'm crazy. Like people at work are like, you're not eating at all. And I'm like, <laughs> no. And I look forward to it. And they just look at me like I'm nuts, but I have to, I really do. <laughs> it just feels so good. It's my Monday reset. I don't have to cook. I don't have to worry about what I'm going to eat. I don't have to choose. I don't have to, there's no decision. I just feel completely free on Mondays. And um, it's like a reset and it just feels really good. And by Tuesday, I'm actually, yeah, I'm, I'm on like my 40th hour right now. 
Yeah, so you'll be ready as soon as we're done. You'll be ready to open up and start that up day. Yep, I'll have a nice big lunch. and um, But yeah, it feels really good. And sometimes I'll throw in you know, like another maybe Thursday. And then usually every day is pretty different. I'll try to do Saturday nights. My boyfriend and I usually go out to dinner. So I will uh, wait till dinner time to eat, to open my window. And um, so it all kind of works out. You know, the whole week sort of ebbs and flows. And I know what to do. I, I know how to get down to that 150. I'm just, you know, have to tell myself. I, but like you, like the summer is, is you know, there's parties, there's barbecues, there's all that good stuff. And for me, it's the, like you, the salty, crunchy stuff, the chips. When I see a bowl of chips at the party, I'm like, okay, this is just. <laughs> yeah, I love the salty, crunchy <laughs> there things. There you go. Yeah, and then the sour cream dip right next to I'm like, oh, uh-huh. people. <laughs> yeah. And also, it's been, July had a lot of ice cream and dessert in it. And I don't usually, you know, I usually am like the daily harvest smoothies. That's a good dessert for me. But in July, we had ice cream for July 4th. Then we had ice cream for our anniversary. Then we had ice cream for my birthday. <laughs> It's just so good. It's so good. I have not. I have to say, I have not lost my taste for chips or ice cream. Although I don't buy them, like I will not buy chips because I know if they're in the house, I'll eat them. I've just become a, a snob when it comes to it. Like, so our neighbor next door that has a house next to us at the beach, they're here sometimes, and he was here with his wife, and they had some ice cream and they left to go back home. So they, they gave us their, it hadn't even been opened yet. They're like, here's some ice cream. We haven't opened it. I'm not going to say the brand name, but it claims it's premium on the label. And so I'm like, well, I'll eat that. You know, it had a few funky ingredients in it, but okay, I'm cleanish. And it was July. I was eating all the ice cream. So I took a bite of it <laughs> and I'm like, uh-uh, no, no, I am not eating this ice cream. Uh, <laughs> I three threw it away. It was not yeah, good. Not worth it. No, it wasn't window worthy at all. It's got to be good. Yeah, so all that good stuff, you know, I'll have to tighten up things once the uh, the summer comes to a close. But it's still, you know, even now, it's just such freedom. That's the key. It is. It, it's just total freedom. And, you know, I have a cousin who all her life, she's been up and down, up and down, same thing. But, but she paid this nutritionist or this program, so thousands and thousands of dollars. And I just look, looked at her and like, oh my God, how could you do this? And I actually bought her yearbook because I knew she wouldn't do it because I told her about it. She's like, no, that's crazy. I'll, you know, I'll get faint and this and that. And she's huge. There's no way she's going to faint from not eating. There's, you, she's got plenty of storage. And um, I said, here's the book, just read it. And she was, she couldn't do it. She's just not. You know, in her defense, I understand the paying thousands of dollars because it feels like if you've paid thousands of dollars, you're going to just do it, right? Like when I did that crazy HCG diet and paid, I don't know, $1,600 or whatever it was to go and get the shots and weigh in once a week and have the guy weigh me. And it just was something about investing that much money made me stick to it versus, you know, a book that your cousin handed to you. It sounds, I mean, why was it that like taking $1,600 worth of shots seems logical, whereas a free book (laughs) sounds crazy. I told her, I said, you know, because anytime I've ever seen her, she's been morbidly obese or really thin, but totally unhealthy looking. And she never maintained it for long. And I want to help her so badly. 
but she won't. She's got to be ready. She's not ready. Yeah, she's got to be ready. When I was going and spending that $1,600 on the shots, I had heard of intermittent fasting by that point, and I had dabbled in it, and I wasn't ready. Also, I didn't understand any of the science, and you know, the shots made more sense than intermittent fasting did at that time, which, looking back, I didn't know That's what I was doing. the thing about your books, too. I mean, the way you explain it, you explain the whole thing, and that's what makes sense, too. And that's what kept kept me going, because I knew the why. I knew what I was doing for my body. I wasn't just starving myself. I, you know, I, just, I wasn't white knuckling it because I knew I was doing a good thing. And I knew this. That's why if anybody asked me, I just say, get the book. You have to read the book. You have to know the why and what you're doing. As opposed to, oh, I'm just starving myself because I have to lose weight. That makes such a difference. If you think that intermittent fasting is you're starving yourself, then you would be, it doesn't sound attractive at all. But that's one reason why I'm really excited about the 28-day fast start day by day that's coming out December 26th. So people who are listening live to this podcast on the day it comes out, it's available for pre-order, 28-day fast start day by day. And this is actually pretty exciting. Somebody in our community just joined the community and she messaged me and she has an early reader copy. She's on in some kind of a group where she can like book publishers, like send out early reader copies of different things to people. And this is one of them that was available. So she signed up for it and she got it and she started she got the book and started doing it. And so she's like going through the 28 day fast start day by day. It's not even available. And I think that's a great idea. That's a great idea for people. Well, it's someone yeah. like your cousin, like that doesn't want to maybe read a whole book. This is just like bite sized pieces day by day. And it doesn't feel like maybe quite as much of a commitment. So I, that's my goal with this book is to help more reluctant people who they see fast feast repeat and they're like, I can't read this whole thing. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that that's going to help a lot of people. And then on the other hand, I had another friend who a couple months ago, we were at an event and she was telling me that, you know, she got diagnosed with pre-diabetic and she was trying to do low carb and it was, you know, you know, she was having some success. But I was like, I said, did you ever hear about intermittent fasting? And she was like, no. I said, okay, get the book. (laughs) She wrote it down right there. I said, just get Fast Repeat by Jim Stevens. Just get it, this and that. She got it. She downloaded it. She messaged me the next day. She's like, Oh my God, this is fantastic. I'm going to start right away. In six weeks, she reversed her pre-diabetic diagnosis. See, that gave me the goosebumps. Six weeks. And she said, I can't thank you enough. But you know, she was ready for it. She got scared and she was open to it. She was ready for it. I mean, since she had that, you know, diagnosis months, a couple months before that, she was doing all the stuff. She was doing the low carb and all that. But this just clicked with her immediately, like it did for me. And she reversed. I said, I said, do you realize how huge that is? That's amazing. She said, Oh, no, she goes, this is huge. She lost 13 pounds. It was just incredible. So like you said, I guess some people just have to be ready. But I just want to shake people sometimes. I'm just like, this is so easy. It's so simple. When I first started, of course, it was for weight loss. I didn't understand health benefits at all. I mean, we all know, from years and years of the health messages that we've gotten that lose weight to get healthy. We know that. So if we're going through the world in an obese body like I was, I know that that's not healthy. But we just think that, oh, if I could just manage to lose weight by any method possible, I will get healthy. But really, I think it's the opposite. We have to get healthy to lose the weight. And the intermittent fasting gets us healthy. Right. It gets you there. 
That's the most important thing. I love that your friend was ready and she's changed her entire health trajectory. Oh, she's totally. And, you know, she hit and she had been, you know, at that low carb, the, the whole thing, which is also very good, but intermittent fasting, just like put it over the edge, you know, it just gives you a whole new angle, whole, it much simpler, easier, you know, so she can do the low carb now in a window, which to me is so much easier. And, you know, just not having to think about food three times a day, it's just like, to me, it's just great. It really, really is. So how do you eat? What is your eating style? So on my up days, like today, I'll have a nice big salad with some chicken or something. And today, you know, at night, I'll have a regular dinner. I don't, I really haven't given up much. I don't, I, when I used to go to my doctor and ask her for help, I, one time I forced her to give me diet pills, which didn't work at all. And she would just keep telling me stuff, no bread, no pasta, no rice. And I'm like, I'm Italian. I eat pasta. I'm sorry. I'm not going to give it up. Me neither. No, 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 no. I mean, I'm not going to eat it every day, but I'm just, and then that's this whole time since 2021, I've never given up pasta. I've never given up bread. I don't eat, like I said, I don't eat it every day, but I'm not giving that stuff up. I'm just not going to do it. So, you know, if if I want to lose another eight, or 10 pounds, maybe I will for a little while. But in general, I eat normally, I eat what I want. I've been, you know, trying the glucose goddess tax with the vinegar and this and that. I don't know if it really is making a difference, but it's easy enough to implement. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm trying it. For anybody who's just listening, and they don't know what Marlena was just talking about. That's the, um, gl- the glucose goddess, you can follow her on Instagram. And she's got a book, The Glucose Revolution. And then a new one that I can't think of the name of it. Her name is Jessie. And her last name starts with I. She's French, isn't she French? Yeah, French. Yeah. And her new book is more like step by step, I guess, of how to do it. But yeah, I think it's I haven't gotten it. But I think it's like more recipes. Yeah, It's about keeping your blood sugar steady. Because it's when we start getting on that blood sugar roller coaster of up and down and up and down. That's when we start to not feel good. It's not good for our bodies. And, you know, sometimes people think that she is promoting intermittent fasting. She's not. So you use her information in conjunction with intermittent fasting within your eating window. Her book was interesting, too. She did kind of, you're right, she doesn't promote the intermittent fasting, but she did, there was a couple of things, and I've seen her videos where she says, well, I usually, you know, don't eat breakfast or so I think she's kind of doing it, but doesn't really want to say she's doing it. <laughs> or maybe she doesn't even realize she's doing it. Honestly, a lot of people who naturally, they just naturally don't want to eat breakfast. And so she's learned she doesn't have to force feed herself <laughs> food first thing in the morning, especially if you know what your blood sugar is doing. You know that you're not like crashing and burning and you don't need it. So I love that you just, you eat the foods that you love and you're not giving them up. You know, for me, you said for you, the bread, the pasta might be something that you might need to kind of cut back on. For me, it's always butter and dairy. That's it. <laughs> Whenever I start getting heavy handed, it for me, for whatever reason, dairy, cheese, cream, butter. Yeah, I, lo- I love the cheese too. Love I it. Love like stuff. I could eat a log of fresh mozzarella. The big one. I could literally eat it like it was a, like a carrot stick or something. Yep. We have an Italian deli here in town and they make it fresh like five times a day and you can go there and it's still warm. I could eat that whole thing, you know, put, and put it on top of a piece of Italian bread. You're eating ice cream? <laughs> You're, what's the difference? You eat the cheese. It's just not sweet. It's got to be better than ice cream. And No, there's a place that just opened near us on the Marsh Walk called Oh Neptunes and they have a burrata. They call it a burrata. What do they call it? 
Burrata carpaccio is what they call it, but it's just the the burrata and they squish it up. They smush it down a little bit and then they put balsamic vinegar and I think it has arugula on it, maybe some pine nuts and serve it with this amazing crusty bread that's, oh my gosh. <laughs> It's so good. Yeah, cheese. That cheese and dairy. That's and you know it's it's really easy. You know when I did Zoe, that doesn't work as well for me. So they would like Zoe wants me to use olive oil in my cooking instead of butter, and that's such an easy swap to make. So you know August will be the month of more olive oil, less butter, less cheese. Yeah, you know, a little butter and and the olive oil. Yeah, yeah, I can put it on my bread, but I could also dip my bread in olive oil if I wanted to. And so it's not like, you know, there, there's no no denial feeling. Like I don't feel like I'm dieting because I'm not counting anything. I'm just like, all right, back off on the dairy, Jen. And you know what I've come to realize, like through these the years that I've been doing this, that I I look at my parents and my mother's eighty eight and my father's ninety one, and they have pretty much been intermittent fasting. And I never really realized it. And I, I said to my mother, because we were talking about because she's amazed at my transformation. And I listened to your podcast today about the Venezuelan family who just tells you, oh, you're fat. That's how my family is. And my mother was like, oh, thank God you lost weight. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, she's like right out there like, okay, thanks. But she's seen my transformation. And, and we were talking about it. And she, well, first of all, everything's homemade. She makes, you know, her homemade pasta, homemade bread, a lot of, you know, typical Mediterranean diets, uh, lentils, you know, meat, but not every day, pasta, all the regular, you know, they have their glass of wine every night. But they have always eaten early. They never snacked. I mean, it just wasn't their thing. It would they something they never did. It just wasn't part of their life. And so they they typically stop eating even when we were young at around five five thirty, and that's it. There was no. We only had dessert on special occasions. We never had chips in the house. We never had soda, and they don't eat again till maybe mid morning, you know, they'll have their coffee. And so that's a pretty good fast. Yeah, they're doing like a loose 16, eight, maybe right some or even less than eight. Yeah, so they're still kicking and they're strong and you know, pretty healthy for their age. I'll take it. I'll take 91. That's amazing. And they're eating real food. See, that's the thing. You know, bread is so different from bread to bread. Like I talked about that delicious crusty bread that I had at Neptune's. And I just recently read Ultra Processed People. And he talks in there about, you know, the chewing high quality bread, like when, you know, your the bread your parents are eating, it'll hurt your jaw because it's so chewy versus, you know, if Chad goes over to the Piggly Wiggly and gets like a loaf of Italian bread in their deli, it's like soft as a, like a pillow. It's a whole different experience. And it's also ultra processed. And like when I say I eat bread, like I don't buy sliced bread at the grocery store. I don't eat that. I'll eat my mom's bread or, you know, if I'm going out at a restaurant, an Italian restaurant's got really good fresh bread. Otherwise, I don't. I don't really eat that kind of bread. It makes a difference. If it's chewy and crusty, that's actually better for you. It's a sign that it's less processed. It's not just that they baked it till it was crispy. It's like it doesn't have all those things in it, the dough conditioners or whatever it is that makes it so processed. I didn't really realize that before. And so it makes me have a new appreciation. You know, you read the real bread. It's like flour, yeast, water, maybe olive oil. That's it. Olive oil. Yeah, that's how my mother makes the other olive oil. But yeah, she, interestingly, so when we had this conversation a couple of weeks ago, she said, you know, I think I could give up, you know, because when they, you know, of course, they're retired now. So they their breakfast is like 10 or 11. They, they have their coffee and maybe a slice of toast with peanut butter. And she said, 
I don't really need that toast. I'm going to try and see if I can skip it just to feel better, get my belly down a little bit. And she's been doing it for weeks. She feels great. Oh, yay, mom. Tell her I said, congratulations. I mean, she's 88. I'm going to ask her today if, if she's weighed herself. I mean, not that that's a prime importance, but she just, she said she just feels better. She said, I really don't need it. It was a habit. And so it's all good, you know, but like she needed to look at her diet too. And yeah. I love that. We can always feel better. There's always something we can do that just, you know, for me, it's just really going to be, you know, I'm looking looking to my parents now and, you know, my, my dad is 79. I just spent time with him this weekend and, you know, it's, he... He won't embrace intermittent fasting, and neither will my mother. They've been divorced since I was small, so they're not together. But I don't know when the last – they might have not been together, like, in the same room since my wedding. So it's been a while. But, you know, they both are are not making any changes. And so I I really – you know, I look at both my mom and my dad, and they're both pretty sedentary. And they, you know, they eat the comfort foods that they've always eaten. And I think, you know, I've got to stay active. That's the main thing. You know, I want to, what are they calling it now? You know, health span instead of lifespan. So we need to think of like, I want to be healthy. I want to be healthy 88, 91. I want to be physically strong. So, you know, I'm I'm making more of a commitment. Like it can be easy for me. I mean, I, I like to be active. I'm pretty active, but, you know, I'm running my community that's on my phone. Well, but that that's a sedentary thing to do. So, I'm like, I've got to make a commitment to keep my body strong. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500, 500 Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. So how do you move your body? What do you do for that? I do. Again, I break, I change it up just like the fasting because I get bored easily. I take a Pilates class every Saturday. So that starts me off my weekend. It gets me out the door and I love it. It's a really great group of ladies And I really love Pilates. I tried it years ago and I was like, no, 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 this is not for me. But now it's just, I love it because I'm 58. I'm not going to do hit stuff that's hard on my knees and and things like that. And it's, it's really gentle and it's, you know, concentrating on your core. 
So I do that. And then I do, I try to do the weightlifting because everybody's stressing how important it is, especially Maintain at our Maintain that muscle mass a hundred percent. Yep. I'm being more intentional about using my weights. When I'm on the vibration plate, I'm getting my weights out. And I, I think that's super important. And, you know, there's so much good content out there. I, I was never one to go to a gym. I just, I won't do it. I know I won't do it. And I, I don't really like it. I'm kind of a loner that way. But there are so many free programs on YouTube. It's like this mecca of, you know, I've found so many good instructors and a lot of good, just like 30 minute weights, weight programs. And I try to do it two to three times a week. And then there's other Pilates programs that I'm doing, you know, just, I just try to keep moving. I try to do something every day, even if it's a 15 minute stretch. And I, I also have the vibration plate and I've been trying to up that to twice a day. And just keep moving because, yeah, like you, I'm sitting at a desk all day. So it's it's the worst thing. But, you know, you got to work. So I, I do try to make a conscious effort to get moving or get my workout in. But it's not a lot. I mean, years ago, I went crazy. I try to exercise for, for hours a day. But that, those days are gone. That'll, that'll never happen again. But just gentle kind of, you know, I walk my dog in the morning and when I get home and then just try to, like you said, just try to incorporate movement all the time. The same thing, like, you know, getting back to my parents. I mean, my mother was a house cleaner. She cleaned two houses a day. I mean, I can't imagine that now. I mean, that's backbreaking work, but it's a lot of work. But she was always active. She always kept her body moving and she's strong. She's 88, but she is strong and she's active. And I think that's a key. I mean, you know, I talked in Delay, Don't Deny about how, and also in Fast Feast Repeat, about how exercise never made me lose weight. And so like we always, with the whole, you know, eat less, move more, we had it ingrained like, well, if, if it doesn't make me lose weight, then why am I bothering? But as we get older, we do not move our bodies to lose weight. We move our bodies because we want to, ha- again, that, that idea of health span, we have to maintain muscle mass. And I don't exercise to lose weight. That's just a really important distinction. And, you know, we need to maintain our muscle mass. And, you know, fasting is great for helping us, you know, not break down muscle like a traditional low calorie diet diet would do. However, that being said, if we're not doing things to move our muscles, we could just lose muscle mass that comes along with aging. And you know, that's not fasting's fault. That's aging. Yeah, that's aging. And that's, yeah, that's an automatic thing that's going to happen to us if we don't do something, if we don't keep it moving. Yeah, that's what I do. And um, I have really, really enjoyed the Pilates. It's just such a gentle way to move your body. And, you know, the combination of all of, of just Doing something different every day is really good because I do I do get bored. Yeah, I like Pilates too. I wish I could just like go do it whenever I felt like it. I don't like going at a certain time for anything. That's my problem. Yeah, well, you can. I mean, just go onto YouTube and you just search like Pilates for women over 50. I mean, there's a million, there's a million things out there. And some like I've done that for, I searched weight training for women over 50 all those things. And you might not find the exact person right away. And then you find that person. I just keep going back to the same people because I love their workouts. And you do it whenever you want. That's a great you, you tip. Do it when, yeah, it's just... I, I, I need short. I'm right. I need it to be yeah, short. no, there are, there are 20... <laughs> I can give you the names if you want, but I find all these great women instructors and they've got 15 minutes. They've got 20 minute routines. They've got, you know, half hour routines and that's all you need. I mean, you just, and you feel so good afterwards. That's what I need. I need like a little 20 minute core Pilates. Do you have the YouTube where you don't get commercials? 
I don't. I looked into it, but it was kind of pricey. But you really, it's not a big deal. You just hit the button and it, it allows you to skip ads. You might have to see, you know, one or two of them, but you just skip through. It's really not a big deal. I have like everything streaming to not have commercials in it because I have zero patience with commercials. But I have, you're right. I haven't bit the bullet yet with YouTube. So I still, if I watch something on YouTube, I get commercials. And I think that's why I always forget to look there. Some of the the instructors I found don't have commercials. I don't know why, and I don't know how they do that. But there's one of them is called Fit by Mick. She has no commercials, and she's excellent. She's excellent. She's got and she's got everything. She's got weights. She's got Pilates. She's got bars. She's got and tell me stretching. her name again. Fit by it. Fit by Nick. I think it's fit. Yeah, like one word. Fit by Nick. All in one. And she's really, I think she's from Canada, but she's really good. No commercials. It's its awesome. I mean, people pay big money for personal trainers. I got one right on my TV. That's a great tip. Yeah, because, you know, you can stream it right there from anywhere, from your phone, from your TV. And, and like you said, like Saturday is the only day I have scheduled. But every other day of the week, I do it when I can. I turn the TV on. I'm like, okay, I need to get to work in a half an hour. I'm going to do this real quick. So one and done. I got my 20 minutes in, maybe I'll try to squeeze another, you know, when I get back, but otherwise I'm done. I feel, just feel accomplished. I've done it. I've stretched. I've, whatever you can get in is my philosophy. Whatever movement you can get in is better, better than nothing. And you know what I've got to do? I said I was going to do this when we moved here and I never did pickleball. Have you ever played pickleball? I haven't, but I do want to try it. I got to do it. A friend of mine that goes to trivia with me, her name's Mary Lou, and she's been going down that they have like at Litchfield somewhere down there. They have like a beginners will teach you how to do pickleball. So what I've got to do is get Chad to do it too. He and I have got to go together, learn how to play pickleball because there's all sorts of places around here to play it. We're like a big retirement place destination. I think they're putting courts into our, our mall which is pretty nice. I think it's almost done, but I do want to try that because I said you don't have to be athletic and I'm not very athletic. So that would be good. <laughs> I'm not either. Like I went bowling when Sherry and Christy were here. I am like the world's worst bowler. I just can't do it. <laughs> I need simple. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not good at any of that stuff, but maybe I could do pickleball. We'll see. <laughs> People like it. I, at least I'll be running around and moving. <laughs> we have been playing some very unofficial relaxed bocce ball on the beach. So that's fun. Probably real Italians would be like, what are you doing? That's not bocce ball, but <laughs> don't tell me. <laughs> yeah. My mother's always played that. She's loved that. That's a good one. Well, if I'm not doing it right, it doesn't matter. <laughs> We're just going to do it that way. So is there anything that you struggle with? Really not much, I have to say. I struggle with a bag of chips being in the house still. <laughs> You know, I struggle with, yeah, do I want to get down to my 150 again? Yes, I would like to do that. But like I said before, I know what to do. I don't struggle with a lot. I mean, I just, I will never go back to the way I used to eat. This is it. This is, it's, I just feel like it's a gift and it's, there's no going back for me. So there's really not a lot of struggle with. Like everybody know, you know, my kids know I do it, so they don't give me a hard time anymore. They used to, but... <laughs> Proof is in the pudding. They see I feel good. They see I'm healthier. That's the thing right there. That's what, what comes through with every single person that I talk to, even when like you and like me, and we're up a little bit in our maintenance range, and yet we're not all panicked or freaked out. We're not going to quit. We're not looking for a diet. We're like, yeah, I know what I did, and I know how to fix it, and it's no big deal. And when I'm ready, I'll just do that. It's just the calmness 
about it. There's no panic or like, oh my God, I got to do something. No big, it's no big deal. It's just a few little things. All right. We got it. That's the, the peace and the confidence, I guess, that we know we've got the tools. Yeah. And another thing was before I started losing weight, I was ready to have knee surgery because my knee was so bad. It's sort of knee on knee, I mean, um, bone on bone and very, very painful. And I've been dealing with it for years. And of course, the extra weight didn't help. And I was seeing the, the surgeon and he said, yeah, you really need to have this done. And I may still need to have it in the future. But once I started fasting and once I lost the weight, I have, knock on wood, no knee problems. The pain is gone. My knees are strong and I'm going to hold off as long as I can. I have absolutely zero pain. It's all gone away. It's great. I was really, I did not want to have that surgery. And the surgeon was like, look, you got to have this. You know, you can't, you know, I was kind of like limping within that six months. It was just gone. And so I'm just going to wait until I really need to do it. How about any other health or non-scale victories? Non-scale victory is like we talked about, just the absolute freedom, the mind space and the just, just being able to get through the day without thinking about food, without having to, to stress about food. And um, that, that is just priceless to me and being able to help others, you know, like that friend that that reversed her prediabetes. I mean, that's, uh, I mean, you know, that's awesome. Being able to share that with other people and to be for them to be successful is just amazing to me. There really is no better feeling. And that's why we plant the seeds. You know, even when, you know, your cousin isn't ready yet and may never be, may never be. And, you know, just like my mom and my dad are probably never going to do it. And I just have to be okay with that. You know, I like when I was there this weekend, I didn't push him or <laughs> I didn't say, come on now, let's do some fasting, you know. And it's everybody's got to make their own decisions, but the people that do it, the people in your life that try it and that changes their health trajectory. And then you're like, I'm so glad that I mentioned it. Yeah. It's so heartwarming that somebody can latch onto it and just get it. That's exactly right. You know, never be afraid. Everybody who's listening, never be afraid to mention it. Even if someone is awful about it and gives you pushback, like have you ever gotten any awful pushback from people? Cause I have. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like I would try to to mention it to somebody at work, and uh, oh my god, you know, starving yourself, this and that. So, and I feel like saying, you know, it's just way overweight. And I said, so what's better, trying something like this, even though no, you're not starving yourself, or being overweight, you know, and being unhappy with your weight. And every time I mention it, like I said before, just read the book, because I don't think there's anybody that I've met that who has read the book and said, oh no, that doesn't make sense. It 100% makes sense. You just got to read it. You got to read it and discover the why. And then it 100% makes sense. There's no way you can say it doesn't make sense if you read it. It's true. And, you know, for anybody who ever says, oh, I tried it and it didn't work for me. I like talking to those people the most because if they tell me they tried it and it didn't work for them, that means they were interested in it. That means they were willing to try. And with just a few little tweaks, like they probably weren't fast and clean. 99% of the time they weren't. They saw a YouTube that said they could put in cream, you know, whatever. Whatever the thing, they were not fast and clean or they didn't give it enough time. And so with those people... You can help them to see, okay, here's all you have to do to tweak it. And you can find success and you knew it was going to work for you and now it will. Well, we are almost out of time. What would you tell someone just starting out with intermittent fasting or what do you wish you knew when you first started? First of all, I wish I knew about this like 
30 years ago. <laughs> I, I wish that's why whenever I can tell a younger person about it, I mean, gosh, how much grief and, you know, struggle that would have saved. But I would tell somebody starting out, definitely read the book. Like I've said over and over, just read the book. It, just read it. It will click. Somehow it will click and just do it. Don't wait. Just do it. Try it and keep going. And like you said, give it time. You got to give it time. That's the other most common mistake. Besides not fasting clean, not giving it time. And that's why in the 28-day fast start day by day, every day there's like a little check-in and they check off, I fasted clean. You know, I listened to my body and didn't eat, whatever, things like that. But one of them is I did not get on the scale. <laughs> Because I, I really don't want people to weigh for those first 28 days because, you know, we've all seen at the checkout, lose 30 pounds by next Tuesday. And I see it. And it's good. That's good that you included that because I see it on the Facebook groups, even though they've read the book, they still, some people still are still weighing. Like the first week, they're like, oh, I, you know, I'm doing it for a week. And I don't know. Stop. Yeah, stop. <laughs> and here's the thing. You might get on the scale and you're down eight pounds and it feels really good. And you're like, look, I, I'm down eight pounds. But you also might get on the scale and be up four pounds and that doesn't feel good. And so. Right. And they're not, even if you lost the eight pounds, you're not going to continue to lose eight pounds a week. <laughs> exactly. Because we cannot lose or gain fat that rapidly. It just is impossible. So we have to keep that out of our minds completely. And oh, that's one of the hardest things of all. <laughs> that's part of trusting the process, the process of not weighing. Trust that part of the process for the first 28 days and then have a strategy to know what your trend is doing. That's the other thing as well. People who get caught up in fluctuations and aren't looking at their overall trend. And don't get discouraged about plateaus either. I mean, that's just, it's just normal. It's going to happen. You got to have to kind of be prepared for it. Like, you know, I'm kind of going through that now, but I, like I said, I know what to do and, and I know it's part of the process. Exactly. Well, thank you so much for being here today and for sharing your story. Thank you so much. That was fun and so great to meet you and sort of personish. <laughs> do you have an intermittent fasting story to tell? Email me at jen at intermittentfastingstories.com and I'll add you to the lineup. That's G-I-N at intermittentfastingstories.com. The world wants to hear your story. That's it for today. Remember, I may have a doctorate, but I'm not a medical doctor. So don't use anything you hear on this podcast as a substitute for medical advice. Please always check with your doctor or healthcare provider if you have medical questions. I'll talk to you next week, Fasting Family, where we will hear another inspiring story. Have a great week and fast on. Intermittent Fasting Stories is edited, mixed, and mastered by Resonate Recordings. To learn more, visit them at ResonateRecordings.com or email them at hello at ResonateRecordings.com. Intermittent Fasting Stories listeners will receive a free offer if you mention that you heard it on the podcast. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. 
Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real Traveler Reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.